Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party in Apex Legends podcast, hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co-host, Henry. Henry, how's it going, man? It's going really well, Shay. We've had a busy week, a fun mm-hmm. week, and honestly, it's not going to slow down. Not slowing down at all in the near future, for sure. I just, uh, I've been venting all day to you, and I just want this cough to go away, and then once that happens, we'll be... 100% back at it, slaying everybody in Apex. But we got a fun episode today. Today we're talking, you know, October LTMs, but really Shadow Royale and the latest Fighter Fright event that's uh, coming to the games. But before we do that, if you want a question answered, ask it in our Discord channel meant for questions or leave it in the form of a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want some crazy, random Apex, non-Apex thoughts from us off the cuff, follow us on Twitter at Shea and at HB Burrison. Links for those are in the description, as always. If you want to support the show, head over to our Patreon page. We have a lot of great benefits over there. Definitely plug this every single episode, so don't mm-hmm. miss out. I know you love to hear it. Honestly, the support over there has been awesome. We're really count down the days to the third-party Invitational. There is currently one open slot um, that could go to alternates way beforehand, so you'd actually have time to practice with this team. Um, so make sure that if you're already signed up, that you have your username and your Discord all in the sign-up sheet. But if not, and you want to join, and you're an existing patron, or you want to join, Please do add your name to the alternates. Um, you know, all bets are off for what actually happens. But in the past, we've had like six or seven alternates come in uh, yep. the day before, the day of. So never say never. And mm-hmm. uh, we'd love to see you over there. And make sure to link your Discord to your Patreon account as well. And if you don't know how to do that, join the Discord at our admin, Rye. He'll help you walk through that process for sure. Okay, I guess the other quick thing we got to say in case we are uh, running into any San Diego folks, but the reason Henry and I said the the week ain't calming down anytime soon, staying busy, is we are both heading to TwitchCon this weekend. If anybody's in the San Diego area, if anyone is attending TwitchCon, hit us up and uh, I'd love to say hi, meet up with anybody if possible. Um, Any promises you want to make to people that show up you got like are you bringing any merch that we'll be handing out or anything oh, that wow um, <laughs> i'm not gonna commit to that but that would be cool uh there's a possibility you know what i could definitely bring stickers like we have some yeah. stickers we could pull that out but uh yeah we'd love to see anybody definitely hit us up on twitter or however you want to reach out twitter would probably be the best um mm-hmm. we will likely be hanging around uh the twitch rivals for mm-hmm. Apex, and that will be Shay and my first LAN event. So we're pretty Ooh. pumped for that. Um, but honestly, outside of that event, we are both very busy working. Um, <laughs> but we do have some availability on Sunday. So if you're around that day or you want to say hi to us at the Twitch Rivals, please let us know. I'd love to see you there. 100%. I can't say it better. With that, though, let's dive into the news. First piece of news, we got the Fight or Fright event live in Apex Legends. And the big highlight that comes with this event is we have four weeks of LTMs in October. 
let's rattle through these and then kind of talk about them because I think it's a really exciting stuff and a hugely exciting month for Apex. Uh, but October 4th through 11th, we got Shadow Royale. That's going to be on the Olympus After Dark map. Uh, October 11th to 18th, we have Gun Run coming back in. That's going to be on Estates After Dark, Skulltown, and Fragment East. And then we got the 18th to the 25th, Control rotating in on Lava Siphon, Barometer, and the Labs After Dark. And then October 25th to November 1st, Shadow Royale coming back in, wrapping things up on Olympus After Dark. Holy heck. We've never had anything like this before. And I think this is one of the most exciting months of Apex LTMs of all time. What, what's your first reaction to kind of hearing this stuff? Yeah, it definitely is. Um, I'm really excited about it. Um, you know, some things to keep in mind are this definitely, at first glance, is a ton of content. A lot of it is things that we've seen before, um, aside mm-hmm. from this kind of updated Olympus. Um, but I'm really excited to have Gun Run come back so soon. I think having yeah. that extended uh, is going to be really fun, especially adding a new map to it. Um, but I think the thing to take a look at is just this new format. This isn't a ton of extra resources, but the key thing that I see here is, well, number one, there's a lot going on. You know, This is a full month of LTMs, which we've never had. But in that same vein, number two, it's a week long. And typically LTMs are two weeks, you know, always mm-hmm. has been for the most part. So taking a look at that kind of shorter timeline might be a major improvement for just player retention and excitement and queuing and just the LTM's health as a mode mm-hmm. so that they can come back. Um, because the thing that we've heard in the past is a second week even for game modes like Winter Express, the the they player base just off, tanks, yeah. like absolutely plummets uh, going into the second week. So if we're going to put four different LTMs week, 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 that could be pretty exciting. It could also crash and burn, you know? Yeah, um, people yeah. just getting completely tired of it and numb to it. But this is a really good opportunity to get some new, you know, extended time playing different modes. And Apex. Yeah. I'm definitely interested to see if this is, you know, a test of how does the player uh, count hold up in these LTM playlists over a longer period of time. We've had, we've talked on news, I feel like a lot lately of developers talking about, you know, different playlists, rotating LTMs, all this kind of fun stuff. And, you know, this is the closest thing we've ever had to that put into place for an extended period of time. And so I think if the, Player base is strong. Uh, I wonder if we'll either see more events like this, more months like this, or if this could be a sign of uh, bigger changes to come. Um, let, let's talk about LTMs a little bit and give a little recap of what is Shadow Royale. Rotating back in, we've kind of been getting it around Halloween each year uh, in different forms, but this time around, I think we're staying true now to this newest model of Shadow Royale. So how it works is any killed legend respawns in shadow form uh, once you're in shadow form shadows can run on walls double jump revive allies and they do big extra melee damage um other shadows fall with one punch so not a lot of health on the side of things 
Um, and then shadows, both friends and foes, endlessly spawn until your entire squad is eliminated. So it's a, it gets to be a really chaotic endgame towards the end of things when you're one of the last people with guns alive and there's just shadows coming from you in every which direction. Got any favorite things about this mo- or dislikes? Feel free to say it's not your favorite mode as well. At the same time, any kind of thoughts on Shadow Royale coming back in? It is still in the BR format. You know, it's one of those yeah. LTMs that is pretty recognizable in terms of, you know, you're going to drop, you're going to loot, you're going to rotate into the ring. Um, so I think it's approachable in that way. Um, the thing that has always been a downside, I think, for Shadow Royale is that a lot of players just want to be in Shadow form, you know, so yeah. they run away from their mm-hmm. team and die. And it's very hard to win if you're doing that early on just because you mm-hmm. lose so many hit points when you become a shadow. So yeah. you kind of my advice is don't get too excited about that. If you want to win, you do want to stay alive um, mm-hmm. and have everybody on your team uh, playing with guns. Um, the goal is to lot. not be a shadow. Yeah. yeah, which I think a lot of players <laughs> get overly excited about the shadow. Um, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> there's a couple other... Some new updates, some not really, but not necessarily listed, just as a heads up. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're in shadow form, you have nearly unlimited climb as well, which you know some would say, oh, well, that is wall running. It's not. You can't wall run for like infinity. You know, It's very mm-hmm. similar to Titanfall mm-hmm. 2. You can only hold on to the wall for so long, but you do run quite quickly. You can infinitely climb almost. Um, mm-hmm. Those two movement techs, I don't think, are as cool as the double jump. I think the double jump is very good. and allows you to have mm-hmm. some really fun mobility. The other thing that I thought wasn't going to come back because it wasn't listed, but it is, is the Prowlers. So the Prowlers mm-hmm. do spawn if one of your teammates disconnect, but also sometimes they appear to just randomly spawn as well, um, but they might not uh, respawn. So... Prowlers we never nailed that element. down last time. It was a it was a random little game function that was not talked about that much. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, but it's hard to tell if it's a bug or a feature sometimes. Um, <laughs> so that's pretty cool, though. Um, you know, other things are that there are no replicators in this mode, mm-hmm. so it's definitely encouraged to be a lot faster. Um, and then because you're on a map at night. Digi threats are so much of a priority just to see. Um, so it plays very, very different, I think, than the normal BR still being mm-hmm. in that same framework. But I like it. It's pretty cool. It's definitely fresh, and I'm glad to have mm-hmm. it back. Um, Lifeline, I think, is a pretty good option, honestly, mm-hmm. just being able to use the drone uh, to get that health back. The other thing that I think might be new. Uh, I just got back on my train of thought is if you do a finisher as a shadow form, you get full health. So you start where mm. you, you have very little health, but if you're able to do a finisher, I think you can get, you know, a hundred hit points. That's pretty cool. I don't remember that from last year. Um, so that might be one new thing apart from the new map. I can't confirm nor deny it if I'm being honest. It's not my, I don't have the steel trap brain to remember everything about Shadow Royale from last year, but it's a fun mode and it matches the spooky season. And I'm excited to 
dive into it now and you know then towards the end of the month i think the other kind of fun thing is we're getting olympus after dark you know big switch up obviously how do you think it's going to compare to king's canyon after dark our og night map what do you think is going to be the main difference either on play style or do you just think it'll be a similar level of enjoyment yeah good question i think that it's close like all everything being said it's close as to which map maybe looks better um king's canyon we've had so so many iterations of and i think the candles and kind of the darkness and the spookiness are really really solid olympus Mm -hmm. though i think they did a fantastic job the skybox is incredible estates kind of has that same candle lit vibe but the coolest thing without question is that Fight Night is now Fright Night taken over by Revenant. And there's like fire coming off the top and it's very, very intense. So I think they did a really good job at transforming Olympus, but it's Fright Night that uh, I think might even put it above Kings Mm -hmm. uh, when you talk about After Dark. It'll be really cool. I'm excited to dive in. I think it's going to be a ton of fun, and I know we'll play it a ton uh, while it's in rotation because, you know, I think maximizing your time with the LTMs is always a good thing uh, as a you know very consistent player. With this update, though, we have some control updates as well that are actually really interesting. Uh, we have a new timed event, the MRB timed event, and you. Apparently, whatever this means is you get the MRB and deploy it to create a temporary spawn point for your team. Um, That in combination with an updated time event order to have the bonus capture event be the third event to trigger. And now it also rewards twice as much score as it did before. So it used to reward 100 score. Now it's going to be 200 score. those two like changes together, I think, are going to be really interesting because essentially it seems like you're inserting a second timed event instead of having three bonus capture events. And then the second bonus capture event is going to be like a big deal. Either going to be, hey, established dominance, easy win, or this is where you can make a comeback with that double you know, score opportunity. Um, tons of other quality of life changes as well. I think control is going to feel slightly different, but really good overall uh, when it rotates in here in a few weeks. Yeah, I mean, in the past, there's been two main complaints about control. Number one, it's not a full-time mode. Mm-hmm. Number two, people don't play the objective and play it like a, a team deathmatch. Yeah. I think we've always said the importance of those bonus capture events doubling the the impact of the second crazy. Mm-hmm. like is pretty crazy so i think that does a lot to put the pressure on playing the objective if you want to win i think that if the patch notes are really calling this an mrb timed event nobody's gonna know what that means i'm assuming that means mobile respawn beacon that's what i thought that but, is yeah. not something in the vocabulary of any Apex. Apex Legends player. Yeah. So yeah. I thought that some developer is using some real techie vocab in the patch. I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was funny. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, it'll be fun, though. I'm excited to play Control for sure. Um, additionally, then moving on more news, we also have limited time cosmetics rotating in. So we have the Fighter Fright store with a 
handful of new skins, Ash skin, Seer skin, Octane skin, uh, are kind of the, I guess, or the Ash and the Seer are kind of the highlights. And then we got four other great Halloween themed skins. And then we also have Voidwalker Wraith and Memoir Noir Pathfinder making their returns to the shop. Okay. Of the Halloween skins, anything stand out to you? Are you going to make any big recommendations to the audience? Or what are your thoughts on Voidwalker and Memoir Noir rotating back in after, you know, it's been, they've hit their, I can't remember the exact time frame they're allowed before they can rotate back in because you have the, when you buy it, this <laughs> thing won't be in the shop for X amount of time. But obviously, we've reached that time now. <laughs> yeah, some people get really defensive and upset about them uh, coming back in. Definitely the Voidwalker um, yeah. being an original. Uh, the Noir Pathfinder is so classic. Um, mm-hmm. I I probably like it more than the Voidwalker. Just simply for the reason that the Voidwalker kind of has this sweaty, really hardcore player associated <laughs> with it. Yeah, yeah, And that's kind of been taken down a little bit. But because the Pathfinder skin never had that, it's just kind of all friendly and happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but those two aside, I think for the Fight or Fright event, both the Ash and the Seer skin are very, very cool. Like mm-hmm. I love the the Japanese inspiration of the mask and the outfit and the Seer's uh, hat is pretty fancy as well. I had some... Mm-hmm kind of funny first impressions of it but i thought it was bloodhound uh, on first glance but no this is seer seer has a hat as well yeah. and is a recon legend i think that seer skin's pretty dang elite honestly i uh i'll probably end up shelling out for it um not sure if i'll shell out for the 60 packs that come with it version um but that base skin might make its way into my collection uh moving on from the fighter fright stuff uh, last piece of news, a little Apex Legends mobile update. We have a new uh, kind of event, the after show update. Uh, and we just have to talk about it because it's making its way around social media because they added a new game mode, Apex Legends mobile, solos, battle royale. Looks to be coming in permanent fashion as well and not like a temporary LTM. Oh man, it's gotten people very opinionative on social media right now as you know solos has been doubled and tripled and quadrupled down on that it will never make its way back in the apex legends and now mobile it's obviously coming in permanently what was your first impression kind of seeing mobile make this move uh, on the long list of bold moves from mobile <laughs> yeah the first impression was it was just hilarious uh, for the yeah. reasons that you mentioned but you know in all fairness a mobile game is so much more often going to be played solo. And yeah. it really makes sense uh, for a mobile BR to have a solo playlist. Um, you know, I think one of the things that many people will probably speculate to about this is we've kind of been told that maybe mobile will be a testing grounds for the main game. Um, like you said, Shay, they have many, many times over said this is never happening uh, for mm-hmm. the main game. We're not going to have solos, even as an LTM. This is not happening. We don't want it on the game. Um, but you do have to kind of 
think, well, if the vast majority of the player base on mobile goes to solo, does that help the case at all for making a return to the main game? I think it's pretty unlikely um, Mm -hmm. just because of my first kind of reaction that, well, you're going to be playing solo way more often on mobile when you're on the go, you're on the bus, you know, you're not squatting up with all your friends when you're commuting and playing a mobile game. So I think it's unlikely regardless of how it goes. But if you're a mobile player, I guess rejoice Mm because now is your moment as many moments are. Oh, man. It really is. Many moments are mobile moments Mm -hmm. uh, nowadays, it seems like. I think, you know, to me, solos coming back into Apex at this point has reached the, oh, God, they're going to have to be really desperate for you know, some sort of boost and some sort of content to do it. So I'm almost like at a point where I'll see it as a bad sign if Solos makes its way back into the game. Um, Yeah, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, please bring Solos into Apex. I don't, you know, miss it by any means. So uh, not against it as an LCM, uh, as the developers seem to be, but uh, definitely don't need it permanent in the regular game as of now. Uh, the only other kind of update that I thought was interesting to share from this mobile update was that seasonal events will now allow players the opportunity to unlock legends by completing challenges. Um, obviously, I don't know exactly how it's going to work, but to me, it kind of read like, hey, I have your prize tracker right now during events. It'd be like at the end of the prize tracker, you could have a legend that you would then unlock. And I feel like we're, you know, just repeating ourselves every time we have this conversation but more opportunities and more ways for there to be legends unlocked for free for people and make it as easy as possible i'm just a huge fan for and i really love it so i love seeing stuff like this make its way into mobile and i hope this is what rolls its way into the main game in some way shape or form eventually it's free legends yeah getting more legends for free is a big thing on our wish list um just for making the game better, I think. And we say that, you know, we have all the legends unlocked. We have enough yeah. legend tokens. It's never going to impact us, uh, even if they doubled their their release. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my main interest in it is it would drastically affect the pick rate and the popularity of legends if more people had more of them unlocked. Yeah. Um, what I think is kind of interesting about this, other than the fact that I'm a huge fan, is a lot of gamers, I think, look at mobile games and think cash cow, like massive revenue in mobile games. Mm -hmm. Why would they ever be given anything away for free? Because so much is spent on mobile uh, with the impulse buys and you know, you got your your Apple Apple Pay Pay already hooked Mm up. Um, But Shay and I, for a while, in the same way of wanting more legends to be unlocked for more players, think that if you have a legend unlocked, you're way more likely to buy an heirloom, a skin, mm-hmm. another skin, another skin. So we actually think that it might be a, a major net positive to give legends away for free so that people buy more cosmetics. So yeah. maybe that's what we're saying on the mobile side. And honestly, I, I got nothing, nothing wrong with that. More people playing Just- more legends is better. Give me the rotating free legends. We have such a num- like such a high number of them. I would love it at this point, but we can wish. That's going to wrap up our news, though. Uh, we'll answer some questions on the other side of this ad break. Welcome back. We're going to wrap things up now with some five-star questions. First question is coming from ZXK. 
five star. Hey, Shane Henry, I love your show. And I was wondering who would be the best to main for ranked in season 14. Also, what rank should I start going for? At what rank should I start going for more placement than kills? It would make my day if this made it on the show. Have a good rest of your day. Rank strategy questions. Yeah. What's your what's your kind of first impression impulse answer on this one? Um it's such a, a genuine good question because if you've been playing ranked for a while, it it's hard to adjust to the different strategies. Um, but my honest advice that I think can be applied to anybody is play for as many kills as you can for as long as you can because mm-hmm. that is really how you continue to climb the ranks quickly is by getting the multiplier, by getting a lot of early KP and then stacking that with the placement. Mm-hmm. But I think for me personally, you get into second half of Platinum, definitely into Diamond. It is incredibly difficult to go on those big KP games because yeah. the fact of the matter is you're in pred lobbies. Like you mm-hmm. just are playing against three stack preds who are the best in the world that you know they're just there's they a big miss. skill gap there. There's a big <laughs> skill gap there. So I think try to play for kills as long as you can. But as soon as that becomes just you're outmatched, outgunned, maybe you're don't have a full stack all the time, then make that transition to going for hard placement. And that is more competitive than ever, I think, uh, given the pace of the ring, the the point structure, and just how mm-hmm. good players are. Um, so, yeah, it is tough. Um, who to main, though, for uh, tough this ranked season? I'm assuming this is a question asked by someone that's not always squatted up in particular. Because if you're playing with a squad, you normally kind of have a breakdown of who likes to play what, what plays well together. So I'm going to kind of assume maybe you're more of a solo grinder. And that means I know exactly what Henry's going to say for his answer. Um, but I'll just throw in that I always love when playing alone to play legends that can almost force your team to stay together. And so either being very valuable by providing intel, like a bloodhound or a seer, or kind of being that team mobility legend. So you kind of make those choices for your team. So like the Ash, maybe Pathfinder, if you want to throw that in there. Um, Yeah, I I think those are really nice legends to keep your team together in solos if you're solo climbing through rank, which is unfortunately challenging for some people to stay with their team. (laughs) Like we're in such a wonderful time of Apex because you do really have so many options. And Mm -hmm. I was going to say, Gibraltar and Loba are also wonderful at keeping the team together. Loba came to my mind also. Yeah, she's great. So it's like you have a lot of options. And there's still the the school of thought that if you're playing by yourself in ranked and placement is your priority because it has to be, you want legends that can scan the beacon and or get away. Um, But honestly, it's like it's hard to go wrong aside from maybe crypto if you're solo queuing. You know, it, it's pretty difficult to get up in the ranks and just have an early advantage uh, with crypto, which you kind of need uh, to continue climbing. But other than that, it's pretty forgiving who you can go with. I've had success with Fuse. I've had success with Rampart. So you can really get down the list and still uh, have an effective ranked split. I think that's very well said. Yeah. 
Next question coming from Fair Vibrations, another five-star review. Happy belated birthday, guys. My birthday is September 2nd, born the same year, 1998. Question is, what sniper has the most satisfying feeling when knocking someone? Thanks, and keep up the great content. I listen to every episode during work hours. Flex. I love it. If we can get you through work in any way, shape, or form, or a commute, uh, that's what I listen to my podcast for. So uh, happy to be able to provide that as well. Most satisfying knock with a sniper. I mean, okay. Kraber aside, because a headshot yep. Kraber is probably top of just most satisfying and crazy feeling in Apex as a whole. It's got to be the Sentinel for me. There is something about if you have it charged up and you hit that headshot and pull off that crazy knock and then you bolt action that bad boy closed. Like it, it feels really good. It feels really dang good. That's a great answer, and it's a probably even better question because I would say it's close. Like all the snipers are pretty satisfying. Agreed. I think changing the crabers so that isn't the a wingman. <laughs> How did I not think of that as my first Don't uh, start. Don't start, okay? <laughs> I don't want to hear it. It's just ridiculous. But I don't know. I In the second half of this last split, I got a Kraber a few times and hit headshots and didn't get the knock. And oh, that is the heart. opposite of <laughs> satisfying. So that's not good at all. Um, I think the Sentinel is a wonderful option, especially charged. I don't want to discount the longbow. And I don't want to embarrass myself, but I, I will. The charge <laughs> rifle is very, very satisfying. satisfying. Yes, like you just 100%. paint that laser right over them, and mm-hmm. it, it's very effective. So I, mean, I gotta say, especially in ranked, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. What's even better is not killing them on the burst and killing them on like the three or <laughs> yeah. six, like the lead in charge, because yep. they've they've gotten so weak. Yeah, yeah, that's satisfying as heck for sure. You you, you don't want to say it, but. It's I'll true. say it. I'm proud. I'm a proud charge rifle user. <laughs> <laughs> we should make some merch. Put out some merch. Proud um, charge rifle. Proud charge rifler. Oh, man. Uh, last question for today. Another five-star coming from Winning is Fun. I was wondering what happened to the Good Games pod. On another note, though, I was wondering which legend would be ideal for a master solo player in ranked. Thanks for the best Apex pod ever. Well, I'm the good games, Henry. <laughs> it's been, I mean, I What's want our date. I want like, I can pull it up. Year. I, it could be over two years. Well, because we were point. in we were in person, right? Yes. When we were doing that, we never did a 100%. virtual good games. Yeah. Um, What's Spotify telling you? Spotify says our last good games episode came out in February of 2021. Wow! So over a year and a half at this point, what happened? Just that, what happened to that? Um, I mean, to be totally honest with the listeners, that show took a long time to prepare. And that might have been on us for the style of show we made, which was just incredibly deep dives into games and gaming news. But I think each episode was pretty far over an hour. Like we probably spent four to five hours on show prep for each one. And, um, you know, we got some great listenership over there. Some fans obviously like winning is fun that uh, listened to it and enjoyed it. Um, but just with our jobs and school and how life unfolded, uh, we just didn't have the audience over there to make it continue to be worth the time, unfortunately. Um, 
And it, it was fun though, but very time consuming. Yeah. That was pretty much the reason that it stopped was we enjoyed the show a lot. We felt like like we could continue to put the time in to produce it, but we just had no idea how to promote it. And that I think yeah. was what limited us the most because we had spent so much time promoting the Apex show. And it's just hard to find that general audience that wants to talk about or wants to listen to city builder games and shooter games. And Mm -hmm. it it was a hard show to market. But that being said, it has not been that long since we've talked about the good games uh, podcast. So like just a few months ago, we were talking about how we could resurrect it. The sad, unfortunate news is that it would probably require us to have a drastic shift in our lives that is probably like stopping our day jobs uh, yeah. in terms of how intense it would have to be. So pretty unlikely. Or stopping the Apex pod, which yeah, it would we be don't a drastic want to do anytime shift. soon. Yeah. So yeah. we've thought about it recently. It's been a long time dead, but we got nothing but love for the show. And maybe, mm-hmm. just maybe, it'll come back someday. Yeah, appreciate people always asking to reach out about it. it. It helps, you know, maybe push in that direction every time when people say they kind of wanted that. And, you know, winning is fun. Uh, appreciate, like, obviously you've been listening for a long time. So always great to hear. Regarding the Apex question, though, most ideal legend for a solo Masters player. I have a hot take here. Do you want me to go first? Yes. Or- Hit okay. it off with the hot take. Your legend doesn't matter in Masters. Like, at a certain point when you're in lobbies with just the highest quality players, you're playing against just absolute demons every time you drop in. There's a reason we everyone calls it a gun game first and kind of a legend game second because that's what matters. And the reason I say that is because you have every season you have people kind of doing like oh hey first vantage to be an apex predator or i'm a vantage that's in masters like the really high quality masters players can do it with any legend maybe there's a most optimal one that like we could dive into but i just wanted to kind of get out of the way saying that like i don't i truly don't think it matters that much what legend you're playing honestly yeah i I would second that you know i think to narrow it down just slightly, mobility is where you're going to find that's that fair. skill mm-hmm. because that's the gap. You know, you can get to masters with Watson. We've done mm-hmm. it, but you know, it's going to be slower. You know, you're not able to show the same amount of skill popping down fences as you mm-hmm. are grappling through the air or, you know, hitting a horizon tactical, popping a bat, totally. doing a 360 on somebody. Tap so it's just, <laughs> yeah, in terms of speed of rotation, getting the kills fastest. Mm-hmm. And then being able to dominate players in the gun game, that means mobility is your best friend, not necessarily those defensive legends or mm-hmm. even to some degree the the recon legends like crypto yeah. um, are kind of the key to, to soloing if you want to go to master and you're that good of a player. And, and I mean, 100% always been candid on this show. Neither Henry or I are solo Masters players. So our opinion is informed in our time in Masters as a group and all the kind of you know creators and people we have talked to and see playing and stuff. So just want to throw that out there as well that you can happily disagree if you would uh, like to on this one and you're listening to the show. 
That's going to wrap things up for us, though. Thank you so much to our producer of The Third Party 10 who supports us over on Patreon. Hit the plus on Apple, drop a follow on Spotify, and check out the Discord via the link in the description. Thank you so much for listening to The Third Party Podcast. Catch you next time. Peace. Hey now, another squad coming in. Boom, whole squad down. Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow.